This is Jiu-Jitsu champion Lindsay Snow. You're listening to the Atomic Podcast, where Ephraim blows up the news on a verbal scale. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Ephraim Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest today, she is American professional wrestler, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Lindsay Snow. Lindsay, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Well, it's raining. I, I want to say I'm doing pretty good. It's raining in the Midwest in this holiday weekend, so like the weather is kind of dreary. It's the way Sundays, I think, should be like, because it's just rain and you hear like thunder. But that's about it. How about in your area? Uh, it's actually doing the exact same thing. How crazy! The uh, the opposite side of the country, and uh, it's raining over here. It's pretty dreary, and uh, the, I, I went to go pick up food earlier today, and uh, the person that I was picking up food for was like, "Doesn't it feel like a Sunday to you?" So it's pretty funny that he said that. Yeah, it, it it totally is because outside is just like raining. It's gloomy. I'm looking outside of my my deck. And it's like all the ch- the chairs and the table is all wet. And luckily, I did the grass yesterday, so the grass is cut. But the grass is going to grow with all this water coming down, so it just kind of blows. Yeah, we just had our grass done like 20 minutes ago. The guy just finished, so <laughs> it was really good timing. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy when people like pay for grass. Is that expensive? Because even my neighbors have that. I'm like, God damn, there's like four people doing grass in like my neighbor's side of the house. And they have like the big, you know, the ones that you sit on. I, I have the, the, you know, the push mower and stuff. Like, is it is it like exp- over there is expensive like to have people no, do grass? It's not that expensive. We have a guy that, uh, that is uh, friends with our landlord. So we just pay him, and he gives us a good deal. So it's not that expensive, and he does like the push more because we don't have a super big yard or anything. Ah, okay, okay. Well, so um, tell me about yourself. Like, um, where did you grow up at? And um, was you always like an athlete and like you know fit like the way you are now? Uh, well, I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. Um, I lived there for, like, most of my life. I've lived in Florida for pretty much all of my life, except for, like, a little bit. Like, last year, I lived in uh, North Carolina for a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've always been an athlete. Uh, I've always been an artist. Uh, since I was, like, a little girl, I've always drawn and painted. And um, I started doing, like, ballet and and dance when I was like three or four and uh, then like I did acrobatics, uh, tap dancing, I did jazz, ballet, um, volleyball, softball, cheerleading, like everything. Wow, (laughs) how you had time to breathe, oh my god, you just like you was involved in everything. I did, and then, like, I was also, like, I, I did, like, uh, barrel racing, like, in the rodeo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my yeah, God. I was, like, a crazy kid. I did karate, like, everything. Like, I, I tried everything when I was little. And, like, I, I did a lot of those for, like, long periods of time, too. <laughs> well, did, did someone, like, geared you towards that? Or that's something you gravitated towards yourself? Or was you, in, like, did you see somebody who was doing it? Like, you have any brothers or sisters that did that? Or 
Um, my sister, she's about three years older than me. Uh, she got me into dance and into volleyball, but uh, all of the other stuff was all me. Uh, I wanted to do karate when I was little, and uh, my mom, like, I was really, really hyper, total ADD kid, and uh, my mom wanted to get me into uh, sports so that I had a healthy outlet for all my energy. And so that's what I... That's when I started playing sports and doing dance and stuff. Was like to try to get out some of my energy in yeah. healthy ways. Oh, what kind of dance? Like modern dance or like tap jazz? Oh, tap tap jazz. All right. Uh, acrobatics, gymnastics, like all that stuff. Cheerleading. Wow. Performing. Wow. So I'm um, doing all that. This was like all during like school and high school and whatnot. Yeah, this was, um, well, that was, like, up until middle school, I did all the okay. dance and stuff, and then um, in middle school, I started playing volleyball and softball, I started playing more, um, like, intramural gym sports, and, uh, like, volleyball, you know, I yeah. played a little bit of basketball, but not, like, seriously for the team or anything, mm -hmm. I was just into it, mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I, I played volleyball for the school. Um, for the school team, I played junior varsity and varsity, like up into high school, and then uh, I played softball on the off season of volleyball to keep in shape. Yeah, um, in high school, like you know how people have your most likely to, or what? What was your most likely to do what? Um. So I think I got like the superlative I got was like. Uh, Rebel without a cause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's like the funniest picture ever. <laughs> is that is that something that people could see online, or that's for your own personal personal? Um... Uh, I haven't shared that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to share with me. I have to see that. <laughs> Next time I go to uh, visit my mom, she has all my yearbooks. Oh, stuff. okay, okay. Okay. But that thing is hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even think that people knew who I was in high school. And then, like, all of a sudden, I get voted for, you know, the superlative. And, like, people are like, yeah, you should win that. <laughs> it's like, oh, great. <laughs> Especially, like, in your high school, was it, like, a small town as well, like, in your high school? No, it was in Jacksonville. Jacksonville? Okay, so that's like yeah. the equivalent. Of like that's um, because you know I'm originally from New York, and like you know sometimes you run into the same people, sometimes you don't. So like, it's 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 a city, city big. It's big, right? Jacksonville is huge. Yeah, Jacksonville is huge, and I went to a school that was like a public school. That was like pretty pretty big. Oh man, so then um, so like you know you did the school and you graduated and everything. You went to college as well. Um, I went to like a little bit of college, but uh. I was really focused on learning how to be a tattooer, and I um, was really focused on, you know, my career becoming a tattooer, and uh, I wasn't really trying to do school as bad as that sounds. Like, I yeah. wasn't really that into it. I just wanted to take all the art classes that I could, mm -hmm. and, like, uh, I did, like, ceramics and drawing and painting, like, watercolor, and yeah. uh, I did, like, 
some prerequisite courses, mm -hmm. like some math and English and stuff, but I just really wasn't into it. Like, it changed my major, like, three times just to uh, try to make it right with my mom and my dad, you know? Yeah. I wanted them to, like, be proud of me and stuff, but uh, they, they weren't really sure that I would, you know, get a good job with a fine arts degree, so... They asked me to change my major, so I changed it once to automotive repair, and uh, wow. my mom wasn't really too happy with that, so then I changed it again to funeral services. <laughs> what? <laughs> when, I, when I changed it to that, like, I guess they really figured out that I wasn't too serious about going to school anymore, so... I mean, I, I really was interested in learning funeral services, like, to... Um, do like the embalming and stuff. Yeah. So, like, I signed up for the embalming class, but I was the only person that signed up for it, so they didn't have it. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, yeah. So they like emailed me and told me that the class was canceled. And so, like, then I was just like, I give up, you know, like, I don't even want to do this anymore. So I just withdrew from college and um, I started tattooing full time. Oh. And that was when I was like 18 oh. Did you already have tattoos on you while you was in school Or you got it after you graduated uh, No I actually started getting tattooed when I was 15 What 15 holy shit Yeah I found a fake ID on the ground at school one day <laughs> And it just so happened to look enough like me So I, uh, I was a bad kid Oh my god well, Wait well, rebel I'm just curious what what did your parents say when they seen you at 15 with your first tattoo well I hid it for like a long time like until I was like 16 they didn't know but like they wouldn't have known <laughs> if I, I got ratted out by like the girl I drove to school because like uh, she was trying to talk her mom into letting her get her belly button pierced and like her mom was like hell no I'm not letting you your belly button pierced. <laughs> Lindsay has a tattoo. <laughs> Wait, well, where did where did you have the tattoo at? It was on my hip. Oh, okay. So, no like, wonder they couldn't see it. Most of the time, you know, like you wouldn't know that I had it. Oh, well, well, come, what then, like, what kind of tattoo was it? Huh? Uh, it was like the Niels Bohr model of a atom of carbon. <laughs> like as nerdy as that sounds. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh man. So then, then, wow, so at 15, you had it. You definitely was a rebel. You hid that for your parents all that time. And then, um, wait a minute. So, all right, so 15 was your first tattoo. Um, when you graduated, and you started getting more at that age? Or that was just your first one, and you got it later on in life? Uh, no, I definitely was, like, hooked from, like, the first time I started getting a tattoo. Um, after that, like, I got another tattoo, like, a month later. And then, like, another tattoo after that. And, like, I just kept getting them um and like it was uh high school was a pretty pretty interesting time because i was just like trying to get as many tattoos as i could and like still keep them hidden from my parents <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and, like then i started getting up piercings and stuff and like um i had a bunch of bunch of crazy stuff like before I uh, before I started going to college and like that's how like I was always in the shops and stuff like mm -hmm. everybody knew who I was I was always in the shops I was always around so like that's how I was like oh like early 
introduction into tattooing and stuff because like I was always trying to get tattooed and I was always trying to get pierced and stuff because I was really intrigued by that profession like, mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to be a tattooer from like a really young age wow so um yeah well, so you got like all the you got all the like tattoo magazines as well. You got like the tattoo magazines and whatnot and all that. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in quite a few of them actually. Oh, okay. Wow. I had no idea. So like, so you just started getting tattoos here and there, whatever. Eventually, your parents seen what you have, right? Like, eventually, you told them, or you just. Yeah, on uh, like when I was like eighteen, um, on Mother's Day. I got, uh, actually not on Mother's Day, on my mom's birthday. Yeah. I got a big forearm tattoo, and it's like a, a nurse, and it says oh. mom underneath it. Yeah. Because my mom's a nurse. So uh, I got that on her birthday, and I was like, she can't be mad because it's for her. And yeah. like, I got it on her birthday, you know? She was pissed. Oh my God. She was mad. Was she cursing you out, or cursing like, you out, or no? No, she was just like, I wish you wouldn't have done that. And then, like, I got all the speeches about, oh, it took me nine months to create that body, and you're destroying it, da 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 you know? Yeah. She wasn't happy. She was not happy at all. My parents hate tattoos. Well, they hated tattoos. Yeah. Now, like, it's a different story. Yeah. But when I first started getting tattoos, you know, they didn't they didn't want their little girl to be all tattooed up. Mm-hmm. Looking like a crazy person, you know. They didn't realize uh, what I was going to be, or you know how talented uh, I was. Yeah. They just thought that I was doing it to uh, to rebel against them. Yeah. And like, not that that wasn't a little bit of it, but like, still, I just did it because I I wanted like I liked how they looked. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I was trying to hurt my. Parents. I, I just like how the tattoos. Yeah, I was just attracted to that spot. Mm. So, um, with all the tattoos you have on your body now, how much you think you're worth? Like, that's that's you have like over a thousand dollars, right? Uh, many thousands of dollars. Yeah, like probably. Like, I probably got like half a million dollars worth of tattoos on me. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Wow. <laughs> like, my back piece alone is super super expensive like we've got so much time into it like, yeah i'm i'm heavily invested in, in my body yeah all right so how did you how does you know you got tattoos and you're into tattoos how did you become a tattoo artist like where did you have to go through to get into the you know tattooing and everything um well when i was in college uh like, when I first started college, I was 17. Uh-huh. And um, I was in, a, like, a watercolor class. Mm-hmm. And we did, like, an art show. And uh, a couple of tattooers came to that art show. And uh, one of them saw a painting that I put up and uh, immediately, like, offered me an apprenticeship. Wow. So uh, that was pretty a pretty rad deal. Uh, so that got got me into the shop on a regular basis like everyday style instead of just like when I could afford to come in and get something tattooed or pierced because like I always wanted to come in there with money 
you know, I didn't want to just, like, be one of the people that comes in there and just, like, hangs out, you know, never mm. spends any money and stuff. Like, I wanted to, like, show the dudes respect and, like, pay them for their knowledge and stuff. But uh, whenever that um, whenever that dude came to the art show and offered me an apprenticeship, I was like, yes, like, this is it. <laughs> break. Uh, I'm not going to mess it up. Oh, awesome. So you was, you was, um, doing, you was, um, like tattoo artist and, um, like, was you making good money from doing that? Like you had a lot of clientele? Um, I, I do now. Okay. When I first started apprenticing, I had to work another job, like a, an apprentice mm-hmm. whenever I wasn't working my other job. So like I was a, uh, I worked at this place called Larry's Giant Subs. And I made subs. <laughs> oh. And like then I would go from that job straight to the tattoo shop and start working at the tattoo shop. Wow. Clean up after the dudes and like clean tubes and stuff like that. Oh, well, what's what's the biggest takeaway from doing like you know doing tattoos and being in the shop that you know in, in that environment like um did you like being in that field like you felt at home yeah i mean it's like a a family type atmosphere like uh-huh. you don't mess with each other like your family anyways because you see each other more than you see the people that you actually live with you know like you're you're at the shop from like noon till nine until ten you know every day like ten hours a day then you go home and then like you're only with like your significant other for like a few hours yeah then you're like up and back to work again wow that's crazy that's that's like factory hours 10 hours 10 hour shifts you worked at the parlor wow yeah you gotta be there because like if you're not there to to tattoo then you're not making any money gotcha gotcha wow that's awesome and then from you know, doing tattooing. Um, have you done like a lot of friends tattoo? Like being an apprentice, like you've done a lot of friends that you know. Like they wanted, like, hey, can you oh, hook me yeah. up? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like that was like the time when I had all of the friends in the world because everybody wanted a free tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was so popular. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Um. And segueing, segueing from tattooing, how you got involved in the wrestling business? Um, so, like, kind of a similar type deal. Um, some people saw me at a place, like, uh, well, rewind a little bit. So I was tattooing in the shop, and uh, I start, like, I, I would always, like, set my iPad up and watch the network. WWE Network and mm-hmm. stuff while I was tattooing just like because I I wanted to watch stuff while I tattooed and then, you know I'm into wrestling so anyways I started tattooing this dude and he's like oh you like wrestling and I was like yeah I, I've been thinking about like I want to be a wrestler because like I had already started training jiu-jitsu and competing in jiu-jitsu tournaments mm-hmm. and stuff and so uh, he was like oh well check it out like I, I wrestle like you want to come start training come to this place and it's like uh it's like a bunch of people that just get together and it's not like a big thing or anything but you can come out and check it out and and learn a couple things well i went out there for like a couple times and um i started training there and then uh it wasn't really like the best training 
mm-hmm. facility to learn at, and uh, like not putting those dudes down or anything by any means. But um, I like another person from another camp seen me training there and offered me to go meet Jay Lethal. Yeah, and um, he said that uh, I should probably start training under Jay and learn from Jay. And uh, whenever I started learning from, like, whenever I met Jay, he was like, yeah, we're pretty much just going to start you over from the beginning. So you're just going to learn from the beginning now. And, like, I start from, like, a clean slate with Jay. And uh, we hit it off, like, right off the bat. And he was uh, super impressed that, like, I was already training, like, Mm jujitsu. And so, you know, we just hit it off. And, like, he's a really good dude. Like, um he's shown like so much support for me and like I definitely wouldn't have come this far without him he's a really awesome trainer and and great coach like great dude okay was he was he a hands-on trainer like you was in the ring actually with Jay Lethal like he was on yeah yeah, yeah, okay like all the time okay like it's kind of funny because like um he would always mess with me because he knows that I'm strong and stuff so like one day he was like you want to learn how to give a brain buster? And I was like, yeah, that's actually like one of the moves I want to learn. Yeah. Like a long time ago. And, uh, so anyways, he's like, Oh, let me give it to you first. Then you can give it to me. And I'm like, you want me to give you a brain buster? <laughs> pound dude. And he's like, I think you can do it. And I was like, I know I can do it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I gave Jay Lethal brain buster. Wow, you didn't. I guess he's still wrestling now, so you didn't cripple him when you did it. <laughs> no. Yeah, he actually had a really awesome match at All In. I don't know if you watched. Yeah, it. yeah. Dude was. Sick. Yeah, him and Lanny Poffel together. That was that was awesome right there. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm so proud of him. Like he's so awesome. He's doing such great things. And um, my boyfriend Shannon Moore, he was up there too. Uh, he was at the weigh in. Nick Aldis, like he was uh, in his entourage. Uh, yes, yes, with Jeff Jarrett and a few others. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, such a big weekend for wrestling. Yeah, I know. All in, you know, and you know, it's it's awesome because it was more like the wrestlers contributed together, and all the fans were there. The podcast people was there, so it was really, was really so epic. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was just like showing like the power that social media has, really. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, like cause all that was is like Twitter. Twitter made that show happen. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, you know, who knows, like probably back then if there was no social media, I don't think it would have been as big as it is now. But with the social media presence and podcasting and, pe- and you know, people coming together, it, it was it was like Woodstock, you know, it was everybody together, yeah. you know, it made so it so nice. huge. Yeah, yeah. So um, you learned a lot from Jay Lethal training with him. How long you trained with him for? Um, I've been training with Jay for like the past three years. Three years. And, uh, and then. Like, for the past year, I've also been training with Shane and then more. Uh, he's, like, he kind of started taking me under his wing. Uh, we met at a show in Fort Lauderdale area, like, uh, South Florida for Full Throttle Pro Wrestling mm-hmm. at the uh, Kelsey Theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, he saw me and, like, he saw my look. And he was like, man, they are like, they, they need to you need to do more with 
your look and like he's like you can do so much more like he, he just had like all these ideas just, like as soon as he saw me and yeah. then like he found out that i also trained brazilian jiu-jitsu and stuff yeah. and he's like man like it would be really awesome if we could tag together and so like that's whenever we met and then we started working together and then he started uh, mentoring me too oh wow so i've been like really fortunate to have like such great people in my life that are interested in, in seeing me succeed and like it just feels really good to have their support and um you know them behind me yeah you know you say you and shannon Moore are together um to go back on that how did you two meet and how did you two hook up um well actually that's how we met was that oh. the show oh at the show you met oh okay okay yeah yeah that's how we met, um, and then like we uh, we actually didn't start dating until uh, probably like last July or June, mm-hmm. whenever we moved to uh, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was pretty cool. Like we were, well, we were both in like bad situations, and um, we have like ended up just trying to help each other out, and uh, then. We became roommates, and uh, we moved up to North Carolina to open up a tattoo shop together. And um, we were just like, "Man, like we're really awesome teammates together. Like we should, we should date." <laughs> <laughs> just like that, like we're awesome teammates. Let's date. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We we do everything together. Like we are constantly around each other, and you know when when you're around somebody and like it just works, you know. Is it, it was just one of those things. Like, we weren't expecting it to happen. It just happened. Yeah. And, you know, and then we opened up a shop together. Like, we owned a tattoo shop together up in North Carolina. A gas Chamber Tattoo. Mm-hmm. In Carthage. Mm-hmm. And uh, we opened up that shop together. And that was, like, our baby, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, now we're d- back down in Florida because we have, like, all these bookings down in Florida to take care of. And then... It's just easier to be down here. Uh, my parents are down here too. They're up in Jacksonville, and uh, we're like down in Zephyr Hills. So, uh-huh. you know, it's just a, it's just a nice area to be a part of too. Uh, so, you do you still have the tattoo shop in North Carolina, and you're just in Florida? Yeah, for, we, okay. We travel back and forth. Um, when I'm down in Florida, I tattoo in Jacksonville at Autograph Tattoo, mm-hmm. and then um, in Tampa or Wesley Chapel area at Fatty and um and you know you've been training with jay lethal and training with shannon um when was your first debut and how you think you fared in your first debut match um my first debut was a three-on-two handicap match yeah um back in may of 2016 Mm -hmm. and uh i feel like i was pretty nervous because it was like my first match in front of a really like a a big group of people you know it was for this uh police athletic league Mm -hmm. and um anyways i was i was pretty nervous because you know like i said it was my first match but at the same time like uh, i think i did pretty well Mm -hmm. i'm so much better now like so so much better i'm i'm glad that i've gotten better but (laughs) <laughs> at the same time like I, I don't think it was too too terrible yeah um 
what do you think is the ultimate goal for you? Like from wrestling back then to wrestling now, what's your ultimate goal? Oh man, as soon as I started wrestling, I knew that I wanted to go to Japan. Wow. Japan is like my my ultimate goal for sure. Um, you know, not to say that I wouldn't love to work at WWE because that would be a total lie. I would love to work at WWE. I would love to work for New Japan. I would love to work for Stardom. You know, yeah. um, I would love to work for Ring of Honor, Impact, anywhere. Yeah. You know? uh, but honestly, right now, like the Indies are really killing it, and I'm having a really good time traveling. Like I just got back last night from uh, Puerto Rico. I was in Puerto Rico uh, this weekend working for NPWA, and um, you know they treat me amazing down there. So uh, I'm just really loving the experience and uh, just trying to get out more and travel around more. Yeah. Um. Um. I guess you know. You don't mind the traveling, right? Because originally, you know, you guys are from North Carolina. You're in Florida now. And, you know, you're pretty much traveling to Puerto Rico, back to Florida. Um, or You don't mind the traveling? You don't mind the fast pace of it? The flying is much easier than the driving. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't mind the traveling. A lot of times, Shannon and I, we take our dogs with us. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of fun. When we get to take the puppies, oh. but um, I mean, yeah, I don't really mind the traveling too much. It's still kind of new to me, you know. I haven't been doing it for that long. Not like he has; he's been doing it for like twenty years. So. Yeah, it was thirty years since yeah. he was like nine. He's been wrestling. Yeah, and, like, I'm still pretty new to it, so. Yeah. It's, it's still exciting and new to me, you know? Yeah. Like, to him, he's over it. <laughs> he still loves... Yeah. He still loves traveling and stuff, but, like, it's not as exciting to him, I don't think. Yeah. to me. <laughs> you know, if anybody's seen your work or seen you live and in person, you are in freakish shape. Like, how do you stay in shape and traveling-wise and, you know, eat right? Like, how do you do... You know, everybody has their own regimen of, of eating right and training, but how do you how do you incorporate that with your schedule? Oh, man. So, my whole schedule revolves around my training. That's how I do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Training is, like, really important to me right now because I want to be in, like, such freakishly good shape that it's just, like, it's undeniable where I should be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I want to look as good as possible. And uh, so that comes with, you know, meal prepping. Uh, pretty much I'm in the gym, like, two hours a day. Wow. And, you know, then I'll have wrestling practice a few times a week. And if I can sneak in some jujitsu, I'll sneak in some jujitsu. But uh, then I have, you know, tattooing schedule on top of all of that. Oh, um, what is your what is your best feature about yourself? Like, you know, working out and everything. What what what, what do you think is your best feature? Um, like my favorite muscle group. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, probably like my shoulders. I like my traps a lot. I take a lot of pictures of my traps and my arms a lot because uh, that's what I've seen the most improvement on in mm -hmm. myself, um, especially as of lately because uh, Shannon and I have been doing arms literally like 
every day just to get my arms in better conditioning and uh, maybe in better tone and better shape. No. So I've just been focusing a lot more heavily on uh, on my arms and uh, my upper back, definitely. Yeah. If anybody hasn't seen your match, how would you how would you describe your in ring style? Um, I do everything really from like uh, I do some high flying spots. I do like some uh, I don't know. Uh, I do a lot of mat wrestling. Okay. Um, I do like high flying spots. Uh, just pretty much everything, really. Like I'm, I'm very versatile. Uh, I love doing submissions, obviously, because of the jujitsu, mm-hmm. and I'm, uh, I, I love doing strikes too. So I try to be very vicious and uh, very dominant. Yeah. Is is there any girls out there or women I should say, is there any women out there you would love to get in the ring with, like your dream matchup who you like to wrestle? Dude, my dream match um right now would I would love to wrestle Asuka. Asuka? I, wow, yeah. Yeah, I I love her style. I love Shayna too. I've um I've gotten to train with her before and I think that her and I would have a pretty good match. Mm. We've trained catch wrestling before out in um, California. Like, uh, I've trained with her and uh, Marina and Jessamine um, out there. Oh, awesome. And uh, I think that we would have a pretty good match. I would have a good match with any of those girls. Mm. Um, no, I was going to ask you also... Um, for like you know, I guess uh, um, intergender. Is there any like guys? I, I don't know if you do intergender wrestling, but if if you do, is there any particular guys you would like to get in the ring with? Yeah, um, actually, Shannon and and I we do um, tag together, mm-hmm. and uh, like we fight tag teams together all the time. Uh, as far as like dudes, I want to wrestle. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> You know, I uh, I really love, and I know it's like setting my aim like super super high, but yeah. I love Rey Mysterio so yeah. much. Um, he's like a super big influence uh, for me. Um, I, I was always influenced by like him and uh, Eddie Guerrero for sure. Wow. Okay. Um, but uh, as far as like current wrestlers today, um, Matt Riddle. Yes. I think would be a pretty awesome opponent. Yeah. The super king of bros. Yes, he's so awesome. That I, I, I can see that pairing being really good. He is so awesome and a lot of great success yeah. for him is coming now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely like where he's going with that and um I like his style. I like Tom Lawler as well. Yeah. Uh, Tom Lawler's a beast. Yeah. So. Filthy Tom Lawler, yep. Oh man, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about um, have you heard of Joey Janela? Would you like to entering with Joey Janela? Yeah, yeah. Joey, he seems like he's a, a super awesome dude. Um, I I actually really like what him and LB Ford are doing. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Pretty tight. Um, I would like to get in a tag match actually with them too, and me and Shannon. Oh, somebody make that happen. <laughs> Promoters <Right>. out there. <laughs> Um, have you wrestled out in the Midwest, like in Wisconsin? Because there's a lot of independent promotions in Wisconsin. Have you been axed or come invited to come to Wisconsin? Um, not yet, not to Wisconsin. Uh, earlier today, though, I got some emails about uh, Indiana, Iowa, and Ohio. Oh, wow. 
um, you know, hopefully those came out. But, uh, yeah, every day I'm getting more and more interest in, in what I'm doing. So I guess I'm doing something right. Yeah. And it's kind of good because, you know, you and Shannon, you both have the same passion of tattoos, same passion of wrestling. You both are um, animal parents. So, it like, it works out. Like, you have you found your soulmate. And it works out because both, yeah, both of you have the same passion, the love for wrestling, you know, getting booked in different places. So, it's like, it's it's a common ground you two have. Yeah, I'm so lucky. Like, he is so amazing. Um, he pushes me every day. Like, we push each other to, you know, eat right. We push each other to go to the gym. Like, even whenever, like, we're tired or something. Like, he's really good about motivating me mm-hmm. and, like, making sure that I'm staying on track because he knows where I want to be and he knows what I want to do. And um, for, like, if anybody knows you know, it's him because he's already been to the places that I want to go to. Yeah. So, um, so um, it's really awesome. I was like, when you get met with Shan, did you recognize him from WCW? Did you say, like, I, this guy looks familiar? Did you already knew who he was? Yeah, I, um, I did know who he was. Okay. And uh, it was it was just kind of crazy because, like, I, uh, he was kind of, like, keeping to himself. Yeah. You know, so I didn't really want to bother him. And I was like, yeah, he's probably just, like, tired of people coming up to him and stuff so like whenever he came up to me like to talk to me and stuff like i of course gave him like um, like my undivided attention and you know gave him respect <laughs> yeah just because like i could see that he didn't want anybody to bother him you know? so yeah. it's just like but now he's like way more uh he's way happier now like yeah. he's <laughs> like much easier <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. Um, Lindsay, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> I love sushi. Oh, I love sushi and, too, yeah. Yeah, like I love spicy tuna rolls and I love like um tuna, like any kind of tuna pretty yeah. much. And um then like there's this Thai dish that I really love. Uh and it's like only one place in Tampa that makes it. And so, like, I'll, I will drive literally, like, a half an hour. <laughs> it's a pumpkin curry from Suwati Thai. Yeah. It's so good. That sounds yeah, those good. are my favorite. I really love food, because you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't tell. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're, it seems like everything you eat is healthy, but sushi is very healthy, I think so. I try to stay pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... Once a week, I'll I'll have like a cheat meal. Yeah. Um, slip up a little bit. Oh, uh, what 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 is your cheat meal that you have when you start cheating? Ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, Ben and Jerry's or any any particular brand or does it? Does um, ben and Jerry's is pretty good because you know you can just get like a little pint of it and then like once you finish the pint, you have to tell yourself no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's your go-to flavor? Chocolate chip cookie dough or milk and cookies? Which is your fa- your favorite flavor? Um, they have like this brownie batter one. That's oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. Brownie batter core. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's real good. But yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Okay, so they they made this one that had like a peanut butter middle part, but uh, like a peanut butter cookie middle part. Yeah. But, um, I haven't been able to find it forever, and I'm just like, no, I think they just continued it. <laughs> 
really sad. Oh, uh, oh, um, did they did they really discontinue it or? I don't know. I haven't been able to find it in forever. Oh. Oh, you see, at least you're not like me. You'll look it up online to see if it's sold at a certain place, you know? So you haven't Googled it yet no, to see. No, <laughs> I'm just like, if, if I see it, you know, if it's at the 7-Eleven, then I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go on a quest for the, the peanut butter cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lindsay, um, have you had any regrets in life? Any regrets? Um, no, just learning experiences. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't you can't live life in regrets. Mm-hmm. You can only choose to learn from experiences because, like, if you regret stuff, then you know it still looms over you, and you know it still has power over you. So you just have to like accept what happened and accept responsibility for your actions and move on from it, learn from it, yeah. and hopefully not repeat it. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you see yourself, let's say, a year from now? A year from now, I would love to be working um, in Japan. Wow. That's the I ultimate goal? Yeah. Um, or just either in Japan or working for a, a big company. Working for a major company would be amazing. Um, I'd also like to compete in more submission-only tournaments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just to get more competition under my belt. Yeah. Because I, I really miss competing on a regular basis. Like, since I started having more shows, like, every weekend, I, um, I haven't been competing in jiu-jitsu or submission-only tournaments just because I, I've been trying to stay strong and stay healthy and um, stay big, too. Because whenever I uh, do tournaments and stuff, I, I usually tend to cut down to, like, 135. Wow. And um, you know, you also talked about briefly on um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, I didn't, I didn't even ask you. Um, how you got involved in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? How did you? How did that come about? Uh, well, I like I grew up watching Pride and UFC and stuff, so like I, I've always had yeah, yeah, an interest in the fighting sports, and um, I, I wanted to play Jiu Jitsu. I wanted to learn catch wrestling and Jiu Jitsu uh, from watching. Sakuraba and, and Fedor and the Gracies and you know everybody competing in Pride. I thought that it was awesome. Submissions were amazing to me. It's so smart. You know, it's like human chess. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to. I wanted to learn it. It's, it's like a intellectual sport. You know, like you have to think like five mm-hmm. steps ahead. Um, so I uh, I started training in Tampa at Gracie Tampa under Rob Kahn. Mm-hmm. And um, just started competing pretty much like two weeks after I started training, I went to my first competition and uh, I ended up winning my first gold medal like a month after I started training and then uh, just kept going up from there, kept training and kept learning from Rob and uh, a couple of other really awesome teachers, like Josh Couture was really awesome too. Um, there's just so many amazing instructors at Gracie Tampa. Oh. What's a random fact about yourself that no one knows? Oh, man. A random fact. <sighs> well, I am a vat of useless information. And, um, <laughs> like, I have a really, I have really bad timing when it comes to, uh, like, announcing certain facts, I guess. 
<laughs> like, um, <laughs> so, all right, check it out. Yeah. Shannon and I were at the beach with um, a couple of his friends, and it was like the first time I had met his friend's wife. Mm-hmm. And we're all in about like, you know, waist deep water. Maybe like it's up to my chest because I'm way shorter than everybody else. They're like <laughs> in waist deep water. I'm in chest deep water. But um, <laughs> anyways, we're uh, we're out there, and like I start talking about shark attacks, and I'm like, yeah, you know, most shark attacks happen in like knee deep water. <laughs> and everybody just like turns and looks at Shannon like what the hell <laughs> like, <laughs> he's probably like yeah thanks for the random fact while we're in the mid deep water <laughs> yeah and like I just kept like I have like a really bad problem which is like I keep going and like digging deeper and deeper sometimes like <laughs> it's just really funny <laughs> oh man pretty intense oh. <laughs> are you a good swimmer yeah oh man i can't i can't swim to save my life so i'm just oh, really? yeah i just dog paddle i can't even swim you know oh no and then i, I love swimming it's actually like one of my favorite exercises like if i if i can like that's why we got the la fitness was so that we could go swimming but we haven't been using it that much i love the hot stuff though Oh, the sauna, yeah. Well, I, I definitely could do a sauna. <laughs> I definitely could do that. Yeah. <laughs> like the hot, the hot tub, definitely for sure. Um, the hot tub's awesome, especially like after a show when you're super, super sore. Yeah. Uh, have you ever done that cryo thing, that like those cryo chambers that like people do? Yeah, um, I've done it once before. Uh, is, is it good? Yeah, it felt really awesome. Um, I was really inflamed, like I had a, a knee injury mm-hmm. at the time, so um, I stood in the, uh, it's like negative 150 or something degrees, I don't know, I don't remember exactly how cold it was, but it was like really, really cold, like it felt like a freezer, yeah. and um, it was probably not that cold, I'm exaggerating, but then like <laughs> when I came out, um, they used this other, like it was like a tar- targeting cooling gun, Mm-hmm. And they pointed it at my knee that was inflamed. Yeah. And um, they just kept that cooling gun on me. And, mm-hmm. man, I felt like a, a new woman when I was leaving that place. Wow. So, um, did you awesome. Did you still feel like that like an hour later after like it all wore out? You still felt the same way? I felt really good like that whole day. I think it's something like it's a therapy that you need to do a couple times a week. Um, yeah. Just keep seeing the uh the effects and stuff mm-hmm. but um yeah i i loved it i thought it was awesome awesome um a couple of quick more questions for you Lindsay. um you know with you know there's you know the big boom as people say in women's wrestling like women's wrestling is getting a lot more exposure i think that has ever done and especially like the mainstream wwe you don't see bra and panties anymore that's like a, that's like the stone age now when you think about that um um do you think um eventually there'll be like a, a women's like women's tag team titles even though it was done in tna briefly but do you see like independent wrestling doing like women tag teams if women stuck together as a tag team um i know that there are like a bunch of women's promotions that have tag team titles yeah like uh, i think that yeah i think that that's definitely a way that they could go with it in wwe i think that it's smart i think that 
right now, like, they should capitalize on the fact that women's wrestling is becoming so big. Like, they should, they're probably going to end up doing, like, a, a women's show. Yeah, I think. They have so many women now, and, like, they've been doing the May Young Classic, and, and that's gotten such a huge, yeah. huge response. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm so excited to, to be a part, like, even the smallest part, but you know, still a big part of the women's revolution. Um, I've been making history every time I've been in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Honestly, like the last, the first time I went, it was, uh, we were the first women ever to main event in Puerto Rican history. Wow. And then this last, um, this last match, Saturday night, we were the first women to uh, have a no time limit match. Wow. What was the main what? event? What was the promotion in Puerto Rico called? NPWA. NPWA. Okay. Wow. Uh-huh. And there was a lot, and, and the Puerto Rican oh, fans. Sorry. They were crazy for the wrestling, right? The Puerto Rican fans. They were just nuts about. Oh my god! It. Yes. <laughs> They're crazy for wrestling. Yeah. It's really huge out there. It's really huge. Um. Uh. Yeah. Um, my final question for you, Lindsay, is what would the Lindsay of today tell the Lindsay of yesterday? Um, hmm. oh, the Lindsay of today would definitely tell the Lindsay of yesterday that they switched the gate. <laughs> <laughs> they switched the gate. <laughs> yesterday I missed my <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> all right. But all right. I meant this. What would the Lindsay right now to the Lindsay of high school? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would just tell myself just to push myself really, really hard. And um, I, it would have been nice to have trained pro wrestling at a younger age. But at the same time, like, I think that everything happens for a reason. And like, even though I didn't start wrestling until later on in life, like I feel like I still lived like a really fun life being young and irresponsible and doing all of the things that young people do nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Just like being stupid and having fun with my friends. Yeah. But, um, I don't, I don't regret anything. Like I, I still think that I went on the path that I should have gone because you know I wouldn't have all of these tattoos and or maybe I would who knows yeah so like you know if people see your picture you have tattoos like on your chest area your traps your thighs whatever is there um any more places you would like to have tattoos added to you or you want to leave your abs clean um I don't know like I kind of want to tattoo my stomach I just haven't figured out what I want on it yet oh okay so, like, that's kind of like a, a deal breaker oh um <laughs> I just gotta figure it out. Like, I've got like a couple of empty spaces that need to get filled. Okay. It's like, I eventually wanna be completely covered. Oh. So, I'm working on it. Oh, do you have any like on your ankles and stuff? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty much completely covered except for like, I have some, some space on like the sides of my feet. Yeah. But like, uh, I got like 
pretty pretty much completely covered. I have like some spots on like the inside of my legs that aren't uh, aren't tattooed, but they will be eventually. Oh my! Wow! Wow! Is it, it, uh, how about the, the the face? Is that something you want to do too, or you won't touch your face? Um, I've already got a couple little small face tattoos. Oh, like like I gotta look at your picture, really? Yeah, I got like a lightning bolt underneath my right eye, and then I've got like uh, some dots on the left side of my face. Yeah. But like, uh, I kind of want to get some lettering above my eyebrow. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out uh, how I want it done. Oh. Uh, um. Do you have any? Let me see. Any person's name on your body, like your mom or anything like that, or? Yeah, I've got my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said that the nurse, the nurse. Yeah, but like any, yeah. an, anybody else? No, I got my mom and my pops on me. Oh, okay. I thought about getting my sister's name on me. Yeah, unless she gets into a fight with you, and you're like, "Nope, I'm not putting, I'm not putting your name on me." No, I love my sister. Is this oh. I, I would never, yeah, I would never fight with her. Oh. She's got like my niece and my nephew now, so like I kind of want to get their names tattooed <laughs> on me, like Piper and Sawyer. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, wow. So, so never, never sibling rivalry, none of that stuff. I mean, of course, we're sisters, and we're three years apart. We always had sibling rivalry. Yeah. But, like, I still love her, and, like, we're pretty much the same person, like, except for, like, she was a rocket scientist, and I'm a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it, it, it's, it's, you, you both have the best of both worlds, so it works yeah. out. <laughs> um, Lindsay, um, thank you for being, being on the show. Um, promote your social media, um, promote anything you have coming up, or... Um, just put it out there. Alright, um, yeah, if you want to, uh, hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram, it's Kaiju Power, K-A-I-J-U-P-O-W-E-R, and, um, on Facebook, Lindsay Snow, the American Kaiju. Um, yeah, I've got, let's see, um, this Friday... Shannon and I are in Coco, uh, or not Coco, we're in Orlando, actually, for ARW, and um, we're, we have a ladder match, and uh, it's against Jesse Neal for the uh, heavyweight title, ah. um, and then... His former partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, former Ink Ink yep. partner. Yep. <laughs> uh, then we have High Point. South Carolina, we're in a cage match against Tim Zabisco. Um, and after that, uh, I know in uh, November I'm back in Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, November 17th, I'm back in Puerto Rico. Yeah. You make sure you eat that monfongo and get some rice and beans and um, pork yes. chops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, and, um, um, that's it. So you you're you're in Puerto Rico in November, and that's all you have for now, right? Um, that's all I can remember off of the top of my head right now. Wow. Um, there's some other things coming through for October. I just uh, can't remember them off the top of my head right now. Okay, Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You know, I asked you, and you were straightforward and said yes, and I definitely appreciate it. And I'm, I had a great conversation with you, and, and um, the, I wish you the best in the future, and hopefully, a lot of people will be seeing more of you. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs>
thank you. So- <laughs> uh, thank you for hitting me up and uh, reaching out, and um, thank you for having me. Not a problem, and I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks.